Welcome to episode 229 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and a whole other bunch of places as well. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. Of course, you can find us at TDR Explorer as the main base of everything, but you can also find us at a bunch of other places like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube, anywhere else. It's under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I take photos and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. And I am the one excited about vaccine vouchers arriving this week. (laughs) (laughs) And that lovely melodious laughter you hear is the the other host, Chris. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, are you you in a good mood? I'm in a good mood. I am in a good mood. I am also very happy about the vaccine vouchers that we're getting finally here in the city of Ureyasu, which Tokyo Disney Resort resides in. We're finally seeing the light at the end of this tunnel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've been slow in the uptake with this, but I feel we finally we've gone zero to sixty. I feel like we can we can go outside soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, things are things are moving, so hopefully that means good things for travel resuming and all that that stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> we can order drinks now. Did yeah. you see that? <laughs> They're yay. like, yay. <laughs> because for the longest time, because I guess alcohol spreads COVID, <laughs> we could order alcohol. And finally, finally, they lifted the alcohol ban in restaurants so they can sell alcohol after eight o'clock or whatever the time that they decided is the bad time starts. So, hooray. These arbitrary rules <laughs> that are in place. I should, well, we should be getting our vaccine vouchers either this week or next week, and then we can book our appointments at the different clinics within the city. And yeah, just kind of moving forward, which is great. Mm-hmm. It's been a long year and some, <laughs> a yeah. very long year and some. I feel like the beginning of 2020 feels like a lifetime ago. It really does. It feels like that was like a whole it was a different world back then. You know, it really was. <laughs> it really we, was. We were so we were so spoiled living in this world where we could go outside and do whatever we wanted to do. <laughs> and yeah. now we can't go. I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. I I'm just so excited. I'm looking forward to getting things back to some sort of normalcy or whatever. I I don't know. I want to go into the city. I can't wait to be able to go into the city like for leisure. Can you imagine? It'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, like I still go into the city, but very rarely. Like I don't go a lot. Uh-huh. Like unless I absolutely need to. It's just, I just kind of stick to home and stick to the resort because the resort I can get there without having going on public transportation. So yeah, it'd just be nice to not have to worry so much about booking travel and going places and uh-huh. all that stuff. Like I want to head over to Universal Studios Japan because they're finally opened again too. I know. I want to go. I want to see. I want. I wonder if they're going to do Halloween Horror Nights. And then I wonder if they're going to do Cool Japan. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with that. Well, this just came out today, the, the day that we're recording. 
Tokyo Disney has a new show coming out July 2nd. So this episode should be out before then. Yeah, it'll be out before then. That was kind of out of left field to me. <laughs> I wasn't mm-hmm. excited. I, I didn't realize we we're going to get a new show at the uh, Showbase Theater, or, well, Showbase, I guess it's just called Tomorrowland at Tokyo Disneyland, because that thing has been sitting vacant since, I guess, the park closures, right? Because yeah. it was the It's Very Mini show, mm-hmm. which was part of the Very, Very Mini winter event. And before that, it was home to One Man's Dream 2. Mm-hmm. That's gone now. It's, it, it ended permanently. So that space has just been sitting there, and everyone's kind of wondering what's happening with it. I, I didn't click on it yet, but is it going to be like like a permanent show or a seasonal show or what? They don't give an end date, so it sounds like it's going to stay there. Okay, so they're just going to run it indefinitely. Yeah, it's called Club... Club oh my goodness, I can't remember the name. Club Mouse... I, I messed up the name today when I was typing out. I, I, t- I typed out like Club Meat or something. <laughs> something stupid. Hold on, give me one second. <laughs> Club Mouse beat okay the show is called club mouse beat all right yeah so it's it's it feels kind of reminiscent of the club disney super dance mania event that they did back in 2000 Uh they're trying to bring back the nostalgia fans so this to me it's going to be there probably for a little bit but it seems like it's a placeholder type of show until they do whatever they're doing with that space the thing is, Big Bam Beat was a placeholder show. Hard to say what's going to happen, but that's coming. On top of that, there's also a greeting. Like, you know, that greeting parade that they do at Disneyland, where it's like the one float and the characters are on it. I guess since it's associated with this, they're going to be in their costumes from the show. It's like it. it's like an extension of like the mini. Yeah. It's very mini. It's like very reminiscent of that. Because that that event did not get a fair run. It got cut off. I mean, yeah. It got cut off because of the park closures and stuff. So uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's nice. And there's there's some new merchandise coming out. There's not a lot. I mean, it's like there's a plush of Mickey and then some a couple other items like a postcard, a tin badge, uh-huh. and a clear file and a towel and a tote bag. I mean, there's not a lot. And then there's a, a coaster and then also a, a drink, blueberry and coconut jelly drink. It's coming for it. So, I mean, this is coming during when we should have had a summer event, but that's not happening this year, clearly. I'm happy that we're getting something, I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting anything. Like, I had zero expectations for anything to happen this summer. So, right. to have something, that's nice. That's a nice little surprise, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. The show's supposed to have Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Chip, and Dale, Goofy. I think Max is in this. Yeah, Max. Mm -hmm. And then Lightning McQueen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay. Uh, All right, all right. Uh, Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. I mean, that's kind of a given Uh because those characters are very popular here. Yeah. And there's supposed to be some villains. And then Uh there's going to be other characters when they haven't mentioned who they are exactly. So we'll we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with that. Yeah. After the year that has gone by, year and some, it's nice to get something else. Oh, for because sure. like the Bee and the Beast stuff, that was coming regardless, right? Like that was planned well before all, everything happened. So it's hard to say if this was planned before or what, or like how this came about, like this show. Like was this planned before COVID or was this planned because of COVID? Mm, you know? That's a good question. Like, I wonder. How did, like how did this come about? Uh-huh. I want to say it's probably 
because of COVID, because there's nothing really new here, it looks like. I feel like you might be right, because I feel like there's a lot of the older fans who don't care anymore. And I feel like this is like an attempt to get them interested in the parks is just my feeling. I could be completely wrong. And who knows, like you said, it could have even been planned way before. But that's just like my gut. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay. That was kind of like my gut feeling. Mm. Mine too. It was kind of, okay, they're going in with the nostalgia factor because It's Very Mini was very heavy on the nostalgia and it was very popular. Mm -hmm. So why not do something that works that they know people will come and see? So yeah, I'm excited for it because like I said, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything at all. So I welcome it. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you lose the lottery, you can watch it from outside. Yeah. I just don't want to play the lottery game anymore. I'm not interested in it. You know what I mean? If I can be guaranteed to do something, I'm, I'll be excited for it. But like, if it's not a guarantee, I'm like, uh, should I even care? You know what I mean? It's hard. It is hard. It is hard. I'm like, I can't get excited about something that there's not a guarantee. Especially of. when you're like, we don't have the annual passes right now. So we have to pay for a ticket if we can get one. Well, even with the annual pass, I did not win It's Very Many once. Mm. And I tried a lot. So I'm kind of done. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'll watch it on YouTube. So uh, before uh, we should probably talk about the main topic, which we're going to be talking about the Alice in Wonderland hotel room at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. And before we start, I just want to remind you wonderful explorers about our Patreon. So if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TBR now. And there we have some perks. And if you want to have your name read at the end of the show here, our $5 level is the one that you want. And we will mention your name at the end of the show and we do have a new entry today for this episode so stick around for that before we start though we have a couple of corrections from our last episode we kind of made a couple mistakes oops we have the covid <laughs> brain fog that's our excuse uh, a little bit <laughs> the first thing i kept saying it was shark at the queen of hearts banquet hall it was swordfish not shark it was swordfish i was getting confused with the stuff at Universal Studios Japan, which is shark. It's shark nuggets at Universal Studios Japan. The Queen of Hearts Banging Hall, it was swordfish. swordfish. And I, like, there's this wildly popular, I feel so bad because I, I totally said the wrong name for the restaurant for like the, the Taiwanese fried chicken restaurant, which is like wildly popular. And I was like calling it Taiwan Karage, which is what the product is called. But that's not the restaurant name. It's Ashinya in Asakusa. Hmm. And we both forgot Rodi's house. <laughs> <laughs> the Rodi's house, yes. In Xperi, one of the better restaurants in the in And the area. like our area is actually well known for that craft beer, like globally. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, how can we forget yeah, that? We just, <laughs> yeah, we did a lot of preparation for this that episode and we just completely just missed it. But anyway, we're making it right. Check there it out. You go. <laughs> go drink the the um, Harvest Moon craft beer from Rody from the the brewery there. Let's talk about the Alice in Wonderland hotel room. Okay. At the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. So really quickly, the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel has a few themed character rooms that you can book 
Alice in Wonderland is obviously one mm-hmm. of them. And they also have other ones, which include the Tinkerbell room, mm-hmm. the Beauty and the Beast room, and also the Cinderella room. Those are the four themed rooms that you can get at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's other hotel rooms, but they're not themed. They're just you know different suites and, and uh, rooms. I was able to stay in the Alice in Wonderland room. How was it? It was very whimsical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very whimsical experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was about, it's about 450 US dollars per night yeah. for the cheapest room. The cheapest. So that's not exactly cheap. I think that's Disney prices though. Other rooms in the hotel go for much more than mm-hmm. that. So this is kind of on the lower end of what the themed rooms are in terms of the prices. So they kind of go up from there. <laughs> I think the, the only cheaper one is the Tinkerbell room. How much is that one? I think it's about 400, between 400 and 450, something okay. like that. Depending on the time of, of year time of year and stuff, uh, prices do fluctuate. And the Beauty and the Beast room and the Cinderella room are more expensive. I think they run around between 450 to 500 to 550 mm-hmm. US dollars per yeah. night. Around that not range. Cheap. Yeah. So it's probably a room that you're, you're not going to spend your entire vacation in at Tokyo or Disney. are you? <laughs> Or if you do, hey, all the power because to Because I feel like when people, and it's not just like at Disney, but like themed hotel rooms in general, at least here, I feel like people go all in and you bring accessories and you dress in special outfits. And if it's like a certain character, you bring the character goods and you take photos and you make a whole thing out of it. And like with Alice in Wonderland, with how popular that IP is here, I can see people like just going all out having tea in the hotel room with all the decorations and in like special outfits and all kinds of stuff, like little miniatures from Gachapon decorating the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you're spending that much money, you want to get the pictures. That's something that, yeah, I've, I've noticed a lot of people have done that. Uh-huh. I even did that, so. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like what the character rooms are are for, you know? Yeah. You want to get those cute photos. You want to get the photo ops. You want to just enjoy the uh, details in the room. If you're staying there, you probably want to do, I would say, at minimum two two nights. Just so you can kind of really enjoy it. I feel like one night's too quick. Mm-hmm. Like I feel everything's going to be really rushed, right? Because you're going to be checking in. Like check-ins, I think, 3, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then check-out is 11, 11, 12 the next day. Yeah. So when you're paying that much money, you kind of want to enjoy it, right? Not like a different hotel room, like let's say the Hilton or something, where if you're not spending a lot of time in there, it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. But with the themed room, yeah, you want to take that extra time to be in there to take your photos and whatever else that you you know you want to do with all that excellent theming in there. So with the Alice in Wonderland room, for I, I guess all the character rooms, they they don't face the park. No, they they face the freeway. Yeah, because <laughs> the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel is right up against the train line, which is also against the freeway. So you're not getting a gorgeous view. Mm-hmm. that's the trade-off that you're getting. Right. Well, that's the why they, they made the character rooms, right? You kind of have to pick. Do you want a nice view or do you want a character room? Mm-hmm. You can't get both. 
unfortunately. I mean, you can see the sky tree depending on what room you're in. We can see the sky tree from our room. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can see the sky tree from pretty from much like, like everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I go walk down the street here and I just have to look and I'm like, oh, there's the sky tree because it's so bloody tall. Uh-huh. I have a question. Like, did you do, can you do like the afternoon tea in your room or no? I didn't think to check. I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't recall seeing that as an option, but you can, uh, obviously you can do the the afternoon tea in the Dreamer's Lounge. Right in the hotel there so they don't have a like an alice in wonderland themed one at the moment no but i mean just like if you're staying in the room it's kind of nice to have it in general right yeah i mean tea yeah tea goes hand in hand with alice in wonderland right it's pretty synonymous yeah so the room i have a video up on youtube if you want to see like actual video of it and also we have photos on the website as well Um, I'll, i'll put links in the show notes the room it's Every Alice in Wonderland fan's dream. There's so much detail in there. The friend that I was with, they had to point out a couple of details to me because I kind of, I missed them. One, probably the biggest one was the the wallpaper for the room. I didn't realize it was the wallpaper from the rabbit's house, mm-hmm. the white rabbit's house, which I thought was really clever. They also had port, like, uh, not, not portraits, artwork from Mary Blair. Very cool. In the room. And some of the frames that the artwork was in matched the frames that were in the White Rabbit's house. Aww. Which I thought was, that that was a really nice touch. I thought, I really, I really enjoyed that. For sure. And the TV stand where, oh, obviously the TV goes. And it's also a dresser. Mm-hmm. It looked like the White Rabbit. It was like White Rabbit, like colored and there's little rabbit ears on the top and, and whatnot. It's really clever and really well done. And then the beds are Queen of Hearts themed. Mm-hmm. The headboards, there's the white roses on one side, the red roses on another. And then halfway through, the roses are kind of half painted. Yeah. Just like in the in the film mm-hmm. where the cards are painting them. I really like that detail. The table area in front of the window, that's kind of like the tea area, the Mad, like the Mad Hatter's tea party. So the shade on, on, on the lamp was the Mad Hatter's hat. Oh, that's so cool. Oversized hat. <laughs> and then there was the uh, table and chair and stuff that kind of looks like what was at uh, the Mad Hatter's tea party. The room is kind of, it's separated thematically. Mm-hmm. One, like I guess the left side is White Rabbit, like his house with the, the dresser and the portraits and the wallpaper. And then the bed, like where the beds are, that's all the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. And then in the back, by the window, that's all Mad Hatter themed. So it's kind of like broken up into different themes from the film. Mm -hmm. And then the carpet throughout is all the hedge maze. Cool. So it's like a green, like a green carpet. And then the pattern on it is like, it's kind of like this top down view of a a hedge maze, Mm -hmm. which is really clever. The bathroom is not as themed, which I guess is probably one of my criticisms of it. It looks like every other bathroom in the hotel, okay. except the glass on the bathroom door or the, the shower room door and the toilet room door. Like one had Tweedledum, one had Tweedledee oh, on it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Which is still pretty nice. Yeah. But it, everything else is, oh, this is the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. Like it wasn't themed to Alice in Wonderland. It was that, yeah. it was that Victorian themed 
which is still nice. It's still it's still very nice. Yeah. It was just a little like, oh, okay, everything else is Alice in Wonderland theme, but this really wasn't. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought about it and I don't know what they would theme it to, right? Like it's a bathroom. Were the amenities <laughs> themed? No, they were generic Tokyo Disneyland hotel. I say generic Tokyo Disneyland hotel. Each hotel has their own like specially designed yeah, they amenities. Still, they still have that. Yeah, right. so it was still like the the really nice Tokyo Disneyland hotel amenities. So which they, is they weren't, good. Yeah, it's still good. They just weren't Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, theme, which which fair would have enough. been nice, but still, still, it's you know, it's still nice. At least it wasn't generic stuff from the the Celebration Hotel. I, yeah, at least it's not like branded like Tokyo Disney Resort hotels or something like that. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't generic. <laughs> if it was that, I'd be like, I'd be really. Sad. We're paying how much? And it's generic stuff. Yeah. Overall, though, like the room, I enjoyed it. I really did. Oh, for sure. You can't go. You can't go wrong at like the official hotels. They're really pleasant experiences. I feel you get your money's worth with these hotels. I really do. I'm speaking when you book like some of the cheaper rooms. I feel like you're really getting that value. I can't really speak to booking the five thousand to ten thousand dollar rooms, <laughs> <laughs> night rooms. Probably not going to happen in my lifetime, but for rooms that most of us can afford or, you know, are willing to pay for, it's good. It's good value, I, I'd say. Like, the, the experience is just very pleasant. Yeah, we've, very we've pleasant never experience. had a bad experience at the hotels. They're always great. To book this room, you just book it right through the Tokyo Disney Resort website. Mm-hmm. It's just under character rooms and it's right there. It's pretty straightforward. There's nothing really tricky with booking it. Other than your credit card might not work, but hey, <laughs> if, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that it's it's very hit or miss. If your non-Japanese credit card will work with the Tokyo ah. Disney Resort website, because that's just how it is, as annoying as it is. I feel like for me, if I was staying at a character room, I would do all like the room stuff the day that the day and night that we're staying, then book the park the next day and do all the Alice stuff in the park, like the Alice restaurant and the teacups, just do all of that the next day and like enjoy the room the first day and just have fun and enjoy the hotel. Yeah, I would say definitely if you really want to stretch out your dollars with this, check in as soon as you can. If you can check in at three o'clock, well, you should be able to. It's three o'clock. That's in check-in time. Check in at that time and then don't go in the park for that day. Enjoy the hotel room because you're paying for it. You're paying a premium for it. And do your photos and stuff with the lighting and everything still. Because 3 o'clock, the, obviously the sun is still up, right? You have till about 7.30-ish, depending on the time of the year, to have good lighting coming into the room. Yeah, even before that, go while you're waiting for the rooms to open up. You can go have tea in the hotel, in the in the Dreamers Lounge, you know? Mm-hmm. And that usually doesn't need, you don't need an advanced reservation for that. I think you do right now. For certain things. Yeah. It's really weird because we went the other day and we've never had that experience before where they're like, oh, you have to order like certain dishes in advance. And so I was like, oh, we had no idea because it's never been like that. So I think specifically the Beauty and the Beast one, for sure, that's the case. But I don't know the afternoon tea, what's going on with that. Usually how it works is they just have so many, like they only have a certain amount per day. Exactly. That's what we've always thought. That's how it's That's always, always been. been. Yeah. yeah. I haven't done it post COVID, so I'm not hundred percent sure. 
I, my, my guess is probably still works the same. And once everyone's able to come here anyway, I'm sure it'll probably be back to kind of what it was before. Like you just, they only have so many per day for the afternoon tea set and you go and enjoy it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to enjoy at the hotel. So definitely the first day, just enjoy the hotel. Don't, don't worry about going to the park. Don't stress about that. Just enjoy the hotel room. And there's a little Alice Garden too. Yeah, there is. It's on the, depending on where you're looking. I guess if you're walking out of the hotel, facing the Tokyo Disneyland station, it's on the left. And also have dinner at the Sherwood Garden, which is one of the better buffets at Tokyo Disney, in my opinion. I think it's better than Oceano. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think so. And, and and Chef Mickey. Yeah, Chef Mickey is not up there. Like the food is fine. You're you're definitely going for the character stuff. Mm-hmm. To see Mickey. The food is fine. It's like buffet food. Yeah, it's it's all right. Standard okay. fare. Oceano is very heavy on the I seafood like and very kind of like yeah. dainty. Like it's kind of dainty, kind of like kind of more upscale I like type the, food. The theming in Oceano more. It's prettier. I'll agree with you there. It's yeah, it's it's gorgeous in there. Sherwood Garden, it's Victorian themed, right? Like we all know what that aesthetic looks like if you've been to the Grand Floridian and Walt Disney World, if you've been to the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel. Hotel. You know what it's gonna look like in there. Like same thing. The food is really good there. Yeah, I do agree. The food is so good. It's really like the buffet is really good. If you can, here, here, here's a hot tip for you. If you can, before your check-in, book the Sherwood Garden for lunch that day because it's cheaper. I think it's like 3,000 to 4,000 mm-hmm. yen or something. Uh, you know, cheaper, quote-unquote. <laughs> the dinner one's like 5,500 5, right. yen, which is a little pricey for dinner, but that's just how it goes. But yeah, Sherwood Garden's very good. I've, you know, I've never eaten at Kana. Kana's Kana? good. Kana? I le- I don't know. We we ate there a long time ago, but I like the, at least at the time, I like the the cooking style that they have. It's really different from the other hotels. It's really nice. It's more of an upscale experience is what it is. They're all up there. I feel like it was really fresh, you know, and kind of like modern. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess with the buffet, everything's just kind of like, here you go. It's in a warming tray. Because, <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, in, like compared to the other restaurants, like Oceano and, and everything, like, Oceano is also really, really good. Mm. You know, and Silk Road is great as well. They all have their own kind of flavor. I like the cuisine that they have, but the restaurant, I'm a little, I don't know. I don't feel it as much. It feels like it could be any modern restaurant in terms of theming you know what i mean like not so much disney yeah it doesn't feel very disney it feel, yeah. yeah it feels like you can kind of find you can find it in ginza you can find it in any like big city right but the yeah, food is very generic. good oceano is gorgeous it's really gorgeous you know whether it's the buffet or whether it's the course menu restaurant it's really really beautiful silk road too i, I think a lot of people forget about it because it's kind of like tucked away in there but silk road is also quite beautiful the food there is good it's all it's chinese cuisine it's so yummy it's delicious really worth it yeah i don't i don't know what else to say about the alice in wonderland room it's a it's a fun hotel room if you're a fan of alice in wonderland you're definitely going to want to consider it it is a little pricey like i said it's about 450 us dollars per night this was when we booked it for june Mm -hmm. 
COVID aside and like all this stuff aside, June is really not a busy month typically. So the price to me is kind of on the lower end. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm not sure what it would be like Golden Week or Obong Week in August. Golden I don't know what the prices would be. Would be probably we stayed at a theme hotel, a diff- not Disney for Golden Week and Golden Week would be a lot. When did they introduce like they introduced flex pricing? I don't know. I don't even. But they've know always anymore, had like that. Four or five years. They've always had. They've always had the seasonal, seasonal pricing. Yeah. For a while, they like it wasn't like a base price all the time. Like it wasn't the same price every all the time. No. But they didn't fluctuate as much as they do now. Oh yeah. They changed based on demand. Oh yeah, because before it was like a certain these months is this price. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's more like fluid as what the prices are depending on like. Uh, Okay. bookings and, and things like that but yeah anyway 450 dollars 450 for a disney hotel tonight. like to be honest it's not bad like whether it's in the states or or japan or anywhere that's that's pretty much like the price that you would expect would expect yeah it's not an exorbitant amount but it's not cheap either no. obviously if you say it's something like the hilton tokyo bay oh of course you you're uh, much cheaper much cheaper. And also right? a really nice hotel still. It's bigger. <laughs> let's just let's just <laughs> say it's bigger. The the Alice in Wonderland room is not small. Let's just say like I, I yeah, we didn't I didn't mention how big it was. It's not small, but it's not large either. You're you're paying for Disney, is what it is. Yeah. There's space in the closet to put your stuff in. There's also a kind of a wide space by the window, at least in the room that we were in. It was by the window where there was just like this kind of there's almost like dead space where you can put your, I guess, like to me, I would put my luggage there is what I would do. Okay. I completely forgot to talk about this. The trundle bed. There's a trundle bed in the room that we were mm-hmm. in. So a trundle bed, like, you know what? Before I moved to Japan, I had no idea what a trundle bed was. I had to look up what that was. Where I'm from in Canada, we're, we're not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so trundle bed, it pulls out from underneath one of the beds, uh-huh. right? So it's an extra bed because the two beds that are in there is one adult per bed. Right. Is what it is. Plus, the couch also turns into a right. bed. There's a couch in there. And the pricing changes. Uh, I can't believe I forgot this. The pricing also does change depending on how many people are in the yes, room. Yes, that's a very Japan so, thing. If you have two adults that fit in the two main beds, the price will be the same, no matter if you book one person or two. Mm-hmm. Once you add the third and fourth person, the, prices will, the price will go up. Yes. So just keep that in mind when that happens. For children, I don't have any experience staying in a hotel with children because i don't have any of my own based off of what i've read on the like, the rules and stuff if it's a if it's a small like you know a baby mm-hmm. you obviously aren't going to pay extra for a baby right and as long as if you have a child with you as long as they can fit in the bed with you you don't have to pay extra for them yeah so like a toddler i'm guessing like six and under mm-hmm. that sounds right to me i'm trying to think i think that's right like, they don't give an age range? I don't remember. When we went when Kai was little, gosh, I don't. I really don't remember. We just put the number of people in the website and we didn't even, like we look. didn't even look <laughs> if there was like a price difference or not. They're kind of tricky with that too. Like, if you say, oh, there's three people in the room, it just gives you a price. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really make it abundantly clear that you're paying extra. Exactly. Yeah. So I really don't remember. So just play around with it for that but yeah just keep in mind if you have more than two people based on like the the main beds in the room the price will go up from there yeah and it's not just at these hotels it's at hotels in japan in general 
Yeah. Like I said, if there if it's a two bedroom hotel, the price will ch- will be the same no matter if it's one or two people. But once you add more than that, then it changes mm-hmm. typically. Yeah. But this it, d- it depends on the hotel. But that's generally how it works. Why? I don't know. That's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why too cuz like I feel like that's not standard in most other countries, right? I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's like if there's like it'll say holds up to four people. You can have four people in the room and it's one price, uh-huh. right? Regardless if it's one person or four, it's the same price. Right. So I don't understand the I don't get the logic <laughs> behind it if I'm being Mysterious. honest. Mysterious. I'm going to try and stay in the other themed rooms, character rooms. They're pricey. They're not cheap. <laughs> you should do, if you do the Tinkerbell one, you should definitely do it in the summer because the pool is Peter Pan and it's only Peter open Pan in the theme. summer. Yeah, it's like July and August and that's it. Right? So you like have that. to you so have to time it. Silly. I know, it's ridiculous. You have to time it around the time you can use the swimming pool. <laughs> uh Japan is funny, funny rules. Funny, fu- and I think the pool is extra, right? Do we pay? We pay extra for the pool, or no? Or is it included? <laughs> I think it's a. You know, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure the Tokyo Design Hotel it's included. I know the Hotel Miyakosta for a fact. It is not okay. Okay, so only that one, probably. Yeah, whatever, silly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Some things just don't make sense in this country. It's a nice pool, though. <laughs> you know? It's a really nice pool, so you should enjoy it. Yeah. Well, Explorers, yeah, Alice in Wonderland Room. Make sure you check out their video on the YouTube channel, photos on the website. Make sure you go check it out. So before we go, though, we want to thank some wonderful Explorers who are supporting us on Patreon. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mom Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, who's the new the new explorer and care claire claudia dave david emily baker and kevin and thank you to jamie jose kathy lee marie h michael murray sophie spoopy thomas k alexandra lizzie amy and andy eli dana and chris b <laughs> Oop, we had to, we had we had chris in there twice did we no, where? That's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's all where good. Was he? That was that, that was my fault. He's not on my list in the front part. Oh, you have an up, you have a you have a different note. No. I updated it. It's okay. It's all good. I'm sorry, Chris, Chris, you you, Chris, know what? you got you're so two, special. Two you get two shoutouts. You get two shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you subscribe to us as well. Hit that little subscribe button or follow button if you're on Spotify so you get served every episode when it comes out so you don't miss them. Okay, you guys? And if you have any questions for us, if there's something that you want us to maybe talk about, like an episode suggestion or something, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com or just shoot us a message on Twitter. And you can find everything we talked about here up on our website at tdrexplorer.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok places all those places i'm one of your hosts chris the chief content editor for tdr explorer and i am the one taking silly photos inside the alice in wonderland room 
And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Man, I'm the one that wants to have like tea time now. I do too. I'm like on a diet. I mean, you know what? I made low carb scones though the other day. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah, cherry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you guys, I can't wait until you can come to the hotels or if you're already in Japan, make a trip. Stay in the hotel, relax. You know what? During these COVID times, we need to de-stress. So until next time, keep exploring, you guys. All right, explorers, until next time.